0: Hello. Welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The Arch at Twilight. So Kira, Versa, and Fee played together every day, but they also spent time doing things separate and alone. Sometimes Versa would study or exercise. Sometimes Kira would learn about plants or spells. And sometimes Fee would play with one of her imaginary friends. And one day, Fee said, I'm going to play with troubled amethyst after lunch today. Kira said, uh, who's that? Oh, she's the guardian of the other rainbow. Versa said, the what? The other rainbow. You know, it has all the colors that don't get to be in the regular rainbow, like turquoise and pink and brown and puce, colors like that. Versa and Kira said, oh, okay. Another time, Fee said, I can't play with you two right now. I'm spending the morning with Basil Monkfish. <laughs> Versa said, uh, who the heck is Basil Monkfish? Oh, he's a dapper mud puppy. Kira said, uh, talking dapper mud puppy? <laughs> no, he doesn't talk, but he's one heck of a dancer. Another time, Fee said, I'm spending the afternoon with Mr. Bumpkin. <laughs> Versa said, uh, who's that? Uh, he looks like a gnome. And he tells good stories. Ah, uh, okay. Well, obviously, Kira and Versa didn't believe that any of Fee's friends were real. So imagine their surprise one day when they were walking through the woods and they heard Fee talking to someone and they were talking back to her. Huh? They stepped into a clearing and saw Fee speaking with a little man. He was about the same height as a Mimi, but he was squat and stocky. He had a long white beard and a pointed cap. He looked like a little gnome. And Phoebe said, Oh, this is Mr. Bumpkin. And the little man said, Hello, and he bowed slightly. Phoebe has told me all about you two. Versa said, Oh yeah? And who are you? I'm Mr. Bumpkin. And Kira said, Oh, what are you? Well, I'm a little a little gnome. And then he sighed sadly. "'Oh, we were the first peoples to live in Magic Woods.' Versa said, "'Ah, no, the Mimis were the first people.' Mr. Bumpkin nodded at a nearby circle of weathered stones. "'Well, then who made those ruins?' Versa and Kira didn't know what to say to that. The ruins had been there for a long, long time, even before the first Mimis had come to that land. Children were told to stay away from that place, but nobody would say why. Kira went to examine the moss on some of the ancient stones. She said, I'm not familiar with this kind of moss. (sighs) Versa yawned, and then she said, sorry, sorry, you know, I just find all that plant stuff very boring. And then Fi said, well, that's why your echo eats the wrong berries. And the girl said, "Uh, okay. There was an arch in the ring of stones forming a kind of doorway. It gave Kira an unpleasant feeling. And Fee said, Mr. Bumpkin was just telling me some more stories. Stories about the time before the sun, when the gnome people walked the earth. It's all very entertaining. And Kira said, Well, where are the rest of the gnomes now? And Mr. Bumpkin said, Oh, they all died out long ago. (laughs) And he started to cry. And Fee giggled. (laughs) And Kira said, that's rude. Versa said, I'm sorry for your loss, Mr. Bumpkin. Oh, it's okay. He wiped away his tears. It's just that, oh, well, this day was the biggest, most important holiday for my people. It was a time of feasting and dancing and merriment. But now there's no one to share it with me. (laughs) He started crying again, and Fee went, (laughs) Kira and Versa gave her a dirty look. And then Kira said, Um, oh, maybe we could celebrate with you, Mr. Bumpkin. Really? There was a twinkle in the old gnome's eyes. Kira didn't like the look of it. Well, then, then come back here at dusk and pass through the arch and meet me in the center of the ancient circle in the ruins. I will teach you the sacred song my people sang to the stars long, long ago. Versa said, "Ah, uh, Okay, we'll be here. Thank you. So the girls went back home for their midday meal. They told no one about their new friend or about their plans for that evening since kids weren't allowed near the ruins for some reason. Well, Kira headed back to the ruins alone that afternoon. She wanted to collect a sample of the moss to bring home and study. And she was almost at the top of the hill where the ruins were when she heard Mr. Bumpkin speaking. But his voice sounded a little different now harsher and cruel and she could hear several similar voices as well so quietly Kira crept up to the ruins and peeked through a crack in the weathered stone wall she nearly gasped aloud there stood Mr. Bumpkin but he no longer resembled a friendly old gnome now his face was slimy and his beard was a mass of white tentacles his eyes were black and wet, his teeth looked as sharp as knives, and several creatures who resembled him were gathered around, but they were all nearly transparent, like ghosts. Soon, the being who called himself Mr. Bumpkin said, I have three victims who will pass through the arch at twilight. Then we will have three new stones for our tower. And one of the beings said, Are you sure they will come? And Mr. Bumpkin said, Quite sure, yes. They trust me. They believed my stories about me being Mr. Bumpkin, one of an ancient race of gnome-like beings from the past. (laughs) They think these stones here are ruins, something that's from the past, all that is left of a once great tower. They have no idea that we are building the tower. And as soon as they pass through the doorway, we shall have three new stones for our tower. And our tower will be a little taller. And then one day when it is complete, we will all be able to take physical form. And on that day, we will be able to take over the world while the other creatures cheered. Their faint, raspy voices sounded like a cold wind through dead leaves. <laughs> Kira crept away from the ruins, and then she flew down the hill, through the forest, and back to the village. And she found Versa and Fee, and she said, I was just up at the ruins, and I heard Mr. Bumpkin talking. He isn't who he says he is. And Fee said, "'Oh, like how he's really a grotesque creature "'who wants to turn us into building stones?' "'Versa and Kira stared at her in amazement. "'Kira said, "'What? You knew?' "'Fee said, "'Yes. Didn't you?' "'No, we didn't.' "'Fee said, "'Oh, I thought it was obvious.' "'Kira said, "'We had no idea.' "'And Versa looked at Fee and said, "'Why did you keep visiting him all this time "'if you knew he was lying?' "'Fee said, "'Well, he told good stories.' Too bad he was just a monster pretending to be nice so he could turn us into building blocks. Kira said, well, we're not going up there, that's for sure. Versa said, yeah, but we can't let him trick other innocent travelers into walking through the arch at twilight. We've got to go back up there tonight and stop him forever. Kira said, how are we going to do that? Versa said, well, let's just say that we won't be the ones going through the arch. At dusk, the girls climbed the hill to the circle of ruins at the top. And Mr. Bumpkin, or whatever his name was, was waiting at the arch. And he looked like an old gnome again. And he said, Ah, there you are. Quick, step through the arch to begin the ceremony. Versus stepped forward, and Mr. Bumpkin moved aside. And he waved his arm and said, Ladies first. Versus said, "No, how about evil beings first? And she pushed Mr. Bumpkin as hard as she could. And then the little man fell through the arch and turned into a big, mossy stone that looked pretty ancient. A low, unhappy moan echoed across the ruins, all the other creatures lamenting the loss of their leader. And Versa said, that's what you get for trying to turn us into your building stones, you creepy creatures. You're going to have to wait a lot longer to finish your tower and come to power. (laughs) And fee went, that rhymes, tower, power, power, tower, tower, power. There came another unhappy moan, but the girls ignored it. They held hands and flew away from the hillside, and Versa cried back over her shoulder, that's what you get when you mess with the sisters of the golden circle. Well, after that day, the ruins sat silent forever. The tower never grew any taller. And no one ever passed through the arch at twilight, or at any other time, for there was a big old stone blocking the way. Well, that's the end of the story. The Arch at Twilight. The next story is called Tic-Tac-Toe Spiders. Goodbye.